I know you feel it, the burning in your spirit Welling deep inside, you gotta be decide I know it's hard to tame it, it's harder to explain it Can't even get a picture, no matter how you frame it There's so much pressure with all these external stresses Undoubtedly try to touch it, gotta push them through the feeling Even though your mind is reeling, the power's deep inside And leads you if you were willing, got the power Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode, brand new episode. Um, hey, hey, Pitt, how are you doing? Um, thank you for tuning in. Welcome to another episode of the Power Shut Up podcast. We're excited to have you back here on Thursday. Please remember to share this with others. I'll remind them to come in every Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have some amazing guests every week. Um, and tonight is going to be no exception to that rule. Um, thank you so much, Donnie, for last week. We actually helped him to release his new single called Beef. Um, he's out there in L.A., California, um, representing. And I think we got California back in the house today. We keep coming <laughs> over to the west side. But um, we'll have a wonderful evening tonight. We're going to talk some strategies in business. Um, give you a little background on our guest Um so I'm hoping the guys will tune in because sometimes it's hard to get the guys to come into the room. But I first wanted to say thank you again for tuning in and watching us and sharing with us every um, Thursday where we talk a little bit about the Power Shut Up as well as talk about our wonderful guests and what they're doing in their communities. Um, before we get started, I wanted to say happy birthday to anybody who's having a birthday today. Um, I also wanted to say happy anniversary. You all know that this is Love Month. Um, which I'm, I love Love Month. Um, so happy anniversary to those who are celebrating love. Um, we're also celebrating self-love, community love, romantic love, um, and uh, computer love. We'll talk about that a little bit maybe. Um, but I also wanted to you know, say congratulations to anybody who's starting a business. They just released a new book. Um, whatever it may be that you can buy in a new house, whatever it may be, congratulations to you. Keep shining. Keep showing them how it's done. Um, so all kudos over here from us. So I wanted to actually go in and bring Corey in because Corey's been here before. We're actually not at the Power Shut Up, but we used to have a little spot called Luncheon with Lisa. And Corey was a guest with us on Lunch with Lisa. So he's um, he's a, he stuck with us. He's a friend. <laughs> To the family forever so we're happy Amen. to come back onto this new platform with the power shut up and i think he's doing some amazing things um that i think everybody can glean from as far as getting inspired um so a little bit about corey 
And I'll make it quick because we because he can tell you better than I can read off to you. <laughs> but um, regardless of fear, Corey has achieved everything he has put his mind to thus far, including attending the university of his dreams, playing National Football League and becoming a successful entrepreneur. Just to name a few things, Corey has played football at Notre Dame. He's also, I, I will say that Corey was named USA Today Defense Player of the Year, and that made college tuition uh, no longer an issue. Um, who? How many people can say that, right, Corey? Um, he <laughs> right. has also, <laughs> right, despite having um, plenty of options, there's no doubt about it that Corey was headed to Notre Dame, where he started for Coach Lou Holtz as a freshman. Corey was a four-year star defense player and team captain. Corey is second all-time at Notre Dame for sacks in a career with 22.5, and he is first all-time in tackles for loss with 43.5. Y'all know I don't know to understand all of numbers, but Corey can tell y'all more about that. Um, after only three and a half years, Corey graduated with a business degree, which would definitely lead us into the conversation we're going to have, and it was in marketing, and was drafted by the San Francisco 49ers in the 1999 draft. Subsequently, he played four seasons as a linebacker for the special team standout for the Carolina Panthers. The two biggest highlights, Corey, I'm going to go ahead and share them. Okay, please do. Is an amazing hit on Monday night football game against the Green Bay Packers. And the unfortunate path of 2001 season when his Carolina team lost 15 games in a row. But that doesn't stop Corey because Corey is doing big things. So um, Tory has dabbled. Um, Corey has dabbled in stock, stock marketing and exploring other opportunities. He is a motivational and inspirational speaker. Um, and he is definitely a businessman that you want to get some ideas, tips, and advice from. So welcome, Corey Miner, to the Power and Shut Up podcast. Thank you, Miss Lisa, for having me back. I appreciate and love what you guys are doing over here. I love the fact you're in the community, you're serving, you're giving back. It's such an amazing feeling. I know you must love it. And I'm so happy to be here. I will be here whenever you need me to be here. It's a beautiful platform. I'm so proud of you and your team over there. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. We have already told you we're going to take you up on that offer any chance we get. But Corey, I want to yes. dive. I want to dive right into it because I think it's a um, it's extraordinary. People don't think about football players and then think about this. Well, lately, you know that's happening here. But I think you know early yeah. in the game, you made the transition from being on a, a football field and then going into the boardroom and making yeah. moves in business. So tell us a little bit about how that happened for you. Yeah, I, I think for me, when, when you're, I've always been around the right people, right? And, and people give you, people who are successful give you influence, right? Cause they're like, oh wait, they're doing what? Oh, that's pretty cool, I wanna know more about that, right? So I was always a learner, a life learner. Uh, my wife always says, listen, you've reached the end of the internet, go, go do it now. So I'm always learning and researching. And so I've just been around people who were, were big in business and successful, and I want, I want to do that. I know that football wouldn't last forever. At some point, I had to chart my own course and chart my own destiny. But I wanted to create wealth for my family and give back. And so that's what I did. So I've dabbled in things. I, I, many things I did didn't work. Uh, some things did work. I got blessed and had those things work. But, you know, I, I'm always evolving. I'm always, I'm, I'm forever, you know, learning and researching, uh, trying to be my best self. And so I'm truly blessed. But, yeah, 
it was really the people who were around me who motivated me to get into business. Well, and you actually lived out two dreams because, uh, you know, you were a football player, but at the same time, you were getting your education and it was yeah. in business. So yeah. you actually still kind of followed that 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 path um, and took it to the heights. So tell us what made you decide to I think it's is it Corey Inter in Industries? Yes. Yeah. So industry. what what made you decide that I definitely want to go start my whole business and it's Corey Industries? I mean, we know how you came up with the name because um, yes. it's Corey, right? <laughs> so tell For us sure. a little bit about how you decided to step into that, because I'm thinking that in um, being a football player, um, playing for these teams, that it had to be hard to transition out of that life. You know, that's a great point. And I know, unfortunately, many athletes don't do it very well. I unfortunately planned for it, Lisa. I in the, in the off season I was doing internships, so I wasn't. I was football, of course, right? But in the, in the off season internships, going to board meetings, meeting the mayor, meeting the city councilman, meeting business owners, I wanted to learn business, and I wanted to be around people who were successful because that rubs off on you, right? And so for me, the, the biggest thing that I took from that was that listen, they're just like me, right? They put the pants on, you know, one leg at a time. That's right, right. no different. So whatever says they have in business, well, why can't I do the same exact thing? It's just about learning, about knowledge, about applying, right? Application. Right. And so people don't realize that. And I think Tony Robbins said the best. If somebody has what you want, just emulate what they're doing. You don't right. have to reinvent the wheel, right? If you if you want to be a million dollar a year producer in real estate, find someone who's doing that, right? Whether whether you find them in Norm and get Norm and have a relationship with them, or you read their book, or they have a coaching program, or videos online. With the internet, there's, there's, there's no excuses anymore. So if you want to do something, someone's already done it, then go follow and watch them and, and then chart your own course. It's not hard. Absolutely. Really not. Well, and that's one of the things that I share when I go, you know, and speak about, you know, how did I do the things that I've done? Um, and one of the hardest things for most people. Um, but it's one of the, to me, the best things you can do is yeah. be comfortable with asking um, for help. And, and one of the things you mentioned was finding those people who are doing yep. and doing well, what it is that you're trying to do. Correct. I, I love to say pride to keep, I love to say pride to keep you broken lonely. Right. Absolutely. It, 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 it's, it's so true, right? You, you're not willing to ask for help because your pride or your, your machismo and, oh no, I'm good. Okay. Well, you keep figuring that thing out from 20 years from now and you're still in the same place. The problem, the people realize that the mentor who's gone before you, the female or male, they've been through the pitfalls already. Right. So they'll, they'll guide you. But hey, don't do that. I did that. I messed up. Go this route. Boom. Thank you. That just took off three years of my learning curve right there. Absolutely. Right? People don't realize that. Absolutely. So and I and and for you all that don't know, Corey is an author. Um, he's a speaker motivational speaker. So Corey, tell us a little bit about when you go places to speak um, in the career lane, like what kind of things are you sharing with people? Don't give them too much because they need to go and get your books I, I and right. work with you, but give them a little bit. <laughs> so I do a lot of sales stuff with, with sales teams. So, uh, you know, real estate is real big with me. Car dealerships real big with me. Uh, I, just did, I just did Merrill Lynch uh, and Bank of America recently, their sales team. And I talk a lot about high performance. Okay. Right. How to, how to go from zero to sixty? How to ramp it up? Right. Because because motivation is exciting, inspiration is exciting, but those don't last long, right? So you need tactics and tools to, to go to the next level. And so I, I give those. And I use a lot of football analogies because football to me and sales go hand in hand. Right. They really do. 
That's why I wrote the book about it, right? I compared them in, the, in, my, in my book I wrote. So at the end of the day, I love to go in and get them fired up, get them jacked up, but get them four or five tools. So when they leave, when I leave, they can go out next day, that evening, whatever it is, and go crush and have a great day, great week, great month. But it all starts with a couple of things. It starts with, number one, the power of words. People don't realize what you say to yourself about yourself is powerful. So number one, power of words, number one. I'm, I'm giving the, listen, listen, I'm going to give the blueprint right now. And Look, bring it, bring it, because this is perfect. Right? Right? right now. <laughs> the power of words, number one. Number two, find you a mentor. Find you someone who's doing what you want to do, right, and go learn and go study. If you can't afford the coaching program, watch them on YouTube, right? Go buy their books. Learn and study. Then you apply. You don't just research forever and keep watching. You have to go apply at some point. Right? That's right. Application. Go make it happen. Now, here's the tricky part, Lisa. People go make it happen and they stumble. Oh, shoot. This sucks. Doesn't work. Did you think you were going to be great in the beginning? Right. Why? What? What? Who told you that you were going to be Jeff Bezos at the beginning? Hmm. Nobody. So why would you think that you were? So first off, number one is calm your ego down, right? Understand you're not going to be perfect. It's not going to be right. You're going you're gonna to have some pitfalls, some ups and downs. Listen, entrepreneurship is like this. Yep. Right? It's not like this. Lord knows I wish it was. Right. It <laughs> but at the, end, at the end of the day, I measure people's success. How many times do you get back up and keep going? Because I promise you this, if we ran a 100-meter dash, I might not win the race. I might not be first place. But if I don't quit, I'm going to finish. I love it. So if your goal is to be a top-selling real estate agent, your goal is to be a network marketer, your goal is to as commercial real estate, your goal is to buy companies like I do, your goal is to whatever it may be, as long as you don't quit, as long as you keep learning, I promise you it'll work out. Because if you don't quit, then you'll keep going until you freaking figure it out. The problem is they have the audacity to think that, well, it didn't work right away. Well, it wasn't supposed to, dummy. Right. Right. Well, you have to be patient with yourself. Um, I do think um, that's one of the things that I actually uh, wrote a chapter in a, a new book that I'm um, part of. And one of the things you're hitting, everything that I talked about is like, oh, this sounds so familiar. But it was like, you have to be prepared for some failures. Um, yeah. And it's okay. It's really okay. okay. And I think that's what kind of throws people off. What you were talking about is, they're, they're not preparing for it, so it hits them like a brick, and they don't know what to do. Listen, you're exactly right. I, I get called so many times, people message me, hey, I see you speak. I want to speak. How do I do that? What do I, what do I have to go do? I give them the game plan, Lisa. Oh, I don't want to do that. I, what do you mean you want to do that? I don't want to speak for free. I spoke for free for 200 times before I got paid. How are wow. you going to develop your craft? How are you going to get better? How are you going to know what works with How are you going to know what the audience likes? So you telling me oh, I don't want I don't get I don't get paid right away? Then you don't know, good luck. Go do your thing because you don't want to learn. You, again, you, you probably keep you broken lonely. Why do you think you can come up? Why do you think you can just say how to be a speaker and demand a five thousand dollar fee on day one? It don't work that way. It really it doesn't. doesn't. It really it doesn't. doesn't. And Gary Gary Beef said it best. People are afraid to eat shit. They are about that. They are they're afraid to eat shit. They're afraid because it makes you look bad or it does not matter. Like people are like, like everybody started from the bottom at some point. If you look at Google, Microsoft, Harley Davis, Disney, Amazon, they started in the garage. 
Oh, wow. Now they have corporate structure, you know, they have commercial real estate beyond, but it started in the garage. Somebody has to start at the bottom. That's that's the way it goes, unless you're a trust fund, baby. Well, it's different. Look, and, and, and you tapped into something because, I mean, even those who are like music heads, think about Motown. Um, it literally started in the garage. If you go to Hit Town yeah. and you see the garage, they literally have it still sitting up there with the yeah. headphones on the nail. That that's mm -hmm. where they started. And actually, that's where the Motown sound came from. Something simple as the house with the garage on it. That's where it started. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. People are afraid to eat SHIT. And so they they limit themselves, they stop, they don't they don't proceed, they quit. But you, you gotta be okay with being at the bottom. That's right. And you have to be okay with being at the bottom. Walt Disney was at the bottom, Oprah was at the bottom, right? Michael Jordan at the bottom. Like they they all were. There's everybody in everybody in every industry, sports, business, healthcare, doesn't matter. They all were at the bottom at some point. That's and right. they worked their way up. And if you can't be okay with that, you can't handle that that kind of that growth period, then you shouldn't be in business. And it's okay. Nothing wrong being there's nothing wrong being an employee. Nothing right. wrong with it at all. Right. But if you want to be in business and, and right, right, you can write. Yeah, no, that's right. If you want to be in business, I want to create something for you and your family, create a legacy, create wealth, you have to be okay, like you said a minute ago, when things not being right at the beginning. Well, and, and you know what I wanted you to tap into, um, and this is yeah. why when you um, when you came on the show um, before, you talked about your book, and I love the mm -hmm. idea of kind of explaining how football and the boardroom kind of connect. Tell us a little bit about that because I love that how they both kind of are the same thing, um, and yeah. you explain it that way. Yeah, I, listen, I think when you're in sales, I think it's just like football, in my opinion, right? So. Let's, let's, let's compare, right? So in football, I watch film, right? That's how I get better. In sales, you watch training videos. It's, it's no different, right? In, in football, I might, I might miss a tackle. I might throw an interception. In sales, you might not close a sale. Okay. Or you might not follow up, right? So there's correlating things back and forth. And so I just wrote a book. Um, God, I, I haven't even talked about that book in so long. So, oh, my gosh. I appreciate <laughs> you bringing, bringing that up. Um, you know, it, it, it's, um, you know, how to, how, to, how to build elite teams. Right, and I just use the analogy of football because to me, football is a, besides the military, it's the greatest team sport on earth because it takes everybody. Mm -hmm. Like like LeBron James you can go down the court by himself and, and do a layup or, or hit a three point shot, and it was just him. Right, um, you know baseball. Right, pitcher throws the ball to the to the hitter. You know Ken Griffey Jr. I'm dating myself. I'm, I'm a Ken Griffey fan. Right, <laughs> boom, <laughs> dating myself. Home run. Right, that was all him. Right, football. No. Tom Brady, right? Patrick Mahomes, whoever it may be, uh, Lamar Jackson, your hood, right? They have to throw to someone, and they have to catch it. The line has to block. There's a pro There's more. There's more than one guy that has to do the job that has to catch the football. That's, that's right. why, to me, it's the greatest sport after the military, because at the end of the day, we count on one another. And so, I believe sales is no different, right? Sales, right? Hey, let's go practice our, our line together. Football, hey, let's, let's go to the gym together. And all, so many things that are correlated together in sales of football. I just wrote, I wrote the books. Hey, wait a minute. Let me let me make this analogy. And by doing that, I'm able to speak at different places that make that, that understand the value of that. From Merrill Lynch to um, you know to Bank of America to Remax to 21. You know, so I've been blessed to do that. You know, 
that's and I love it. And I think your message is so powerful because it actually taps into something that everybody loves. You know, sometimes you got to be able to transition that information because if it's just all of one thing, people who are not into sales might think, I, I really don't understand what this means, but you've connected it to something yeah. that you used to do, which tells me that I'm going to tell you two things. It tells me that this was aligned that way intentionally. Absolutely. And the other reason that I know it's alignment is because all the things that you're talking about right now, and you were very much unaware that I am working on a piece um, for a new book that's coming out. I'm one of the co-authors about trusting the process and reaping the harvest. And some of the things that I shared were exactly what we're talking about right now, which is really kind of freaking me out because I'm like, no idea. But a lot of the things that you're suggesting to to prepare yourself um, are the same exact things. That's why I said alignment is everything. But tell us a little bit, because I know you speak all over the place about these kind of things. What are some of the most challenging things that you um, recognize from, you know, people when you're speaking and trying to inspire them to do their best? They, they don't have habits. People don't have habits. They don't have consistency. Mm. If you don't have habits and consistency, then you're not going to do anything in life, right? You're, you're, you're just not going to. And that's the big thing. That's the, that's one. That's the biggest thing. Here's the other big thing I see a lot, Lisa, is that people are afraid to be honest with themselves. People are mm. afraid to be honest with themselves. Listen, Tina, look in the mirror. You know you're not doing it. You know you're not. Like let's be honest. You slept. You slept all day today. Or you ate bonbons, you watched two movies, right? That's, you're not doing it. Like, but don't tell yourself, hey, you had a great day today. Like, don't say you went, I made one, I made a, I made a sales, sales call. Yeah, I had a good day. You made one call. You didn't have a good day. You had a piss poor day. So <laughs> right. I think, right? I think, again, no habits, no consistency, and then people not being honest with themselves. Look in the mirror. You suck today. You're, you're, you suck right now. Look at you. And that's what I do. This is why I get them. He's like, you suck. And because the first, when you realize that, like, like the, the, the guy who, the guy who has the belly and not because of health reasons, this doesn't work out. Right. Come on, bro. Yeah. First impression is everything. Yes, absolutely. Like, take care of yourself. But first of, all, first of all, number one, to be healthy and live a long life, you got to fix that. Right. Right. Number two, when I walk in a room and I'm looking around, I'm trying to find an investor or someone to connect with. I'm like, you don't take care of yourself. You don't take care of yourself. That tells me maybe, maybe you're not. Maybe not very sharp here. Maybe not. Maybe not very savvy in what you do. And I know it sounds it sounds mean and crappy, but it's it's true. That's how look, people perceive you. Uh, look, I'm feeling some kind of way right now, Corey, because I got work to do. But I mean, I think that you're. Um, oh, this is wonderful because, um, and I think there's so much power in that because one thing that I do talk about is that you know if you can check yourself. There's nothing that anybody can do to really throw you off your game because you're self-aware. So there are things that I know, and we know, I know that there are certain things that I need to be doing. Um, It's like it never kicks in until, you know, I'll say something with, for instance, I recently found out I had diabetes. And um, so, um, you know, they told me just, you know, change some eating habits, do some things. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. But then, you know, you're like, okay, but I'm going to go ahead and do this. And then after a while, when you start to have these headaches and you feel some kind of way, then you're thinking, okay, I know what this is. I, I have the yeah. answers. I'm just not yeah. doing what I need to be doing. Um, so focusing on that. Absolutely. Spot, you're spot on, Lisa. You're spot on. That's that's most people. 
And then again, most people didn't play sports either. So they don't have they don't have drive either. So, so right. like if you don't like for me, my drive comes from sports. So I can't imagine someone, someone not playing a sport. Like, where did your drive come from? <laughs> now, if you're just self-driven, that's the way you're made up, or maybe you could take care of your mom, or there's some there's some circumstances you want to make sure that you, your family's good. I get it. But right. to me, if you see most sales companies, who do they hire? They hire a lot of athletes. Do they? Yeah, because athletes know in the thick of things. They're going to keep going, okay? Because they, they they have data to back it up. Yeah, right. You were you were a four year you, you were a four year volleyball player at, at at Mississippi State. That's that's data. So I know you faced through some tough times, you some hardships. So when you're on the sales call and you're getting told no, 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 leave me alone, shut up, <laughs> X, Y, and Z, cussed out, da da da. I'm gonna keep going. Wow. I know I've been there before. I've been there before in my sport. It's right. all good. Yeah. It's all good. And so for me. I love to, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing more of it. At least I wasn't this way before. I, I've realized that um, the last couple of years, I'm forty, I'm forty-seven now. I mean, I mean, twenty-seven. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> um, and so, and so, what I've done more so is I say, you know, so I'm gonna start being, I'm gonna start being more direct with people and honest with people, because what I used to do, I'd say, oh man, you're doing great, because I want to make them feel good, but that's not, that's not always helpful either. Right. Right. So sure. you know, from now on, I'm gonna start being more direct. And being honest, and listen, bro, you, you're not doing it right. First off, number one, why you got man breast? You sh- you, sh- you shouldn't have that. Go work out, get in the gym, do some do some do some do some chest exercises. Watch what you eat. Like like, if people would just be serious about themselves and look in the mirror and say, you know what, I am not I am not doing this. I am not right. I don't look very good. I don't feel very good. Right, and it's all me. It's no it's no it's nobody else's me. If you self reflect, yeah. You self-reflect, and, and you can write down three things, four things, the areas of improvement, and you go improve that, your whole life will change. I believe it. I, I think, you know what, and the hardest information to receive, I know with me, um, especially if it's something that I know I should be working on, I know I should be yeah. doing. When I hear somebody say it, I know it stings at times, and I'll be thinking to myself, mm, yeah, okay, whatever. You do that initially, yeah. but I probably learned some of the biggest lessons and got the biggest focus because it kind of brought things front and center and um, kind of forced me to, to to deal with it, at least put it in my face and say, okay, Lisa, um, you're not going to beat yourself up about it, but what's the game plan? What are we going to do if we don't yeah. want this? Because what do they say? You got to do something different. You want to get different results. You got to do something Correct. different. Absolutely. Yeah, I most love people don't have a ga- yeah, no, thank you. Most people don't have a game plan. They don't have a game plan. They have no dreams. They have no goals. They just want to do life and hope that hope that they get on the right track. That's not the way life works, people. If yeah. you don't have goals and dreams, you will not be on the right track. Yeah. You'll be living some else. You'll be, you'll be living some else's goals and dreams. Right. You you will be. And so again, it's all encompassing. And so when I go speak in, to to these sales teams, um, for me, it's not. I don't speak about the sales technique, right? You know, you know, close this, close that. I talk about the person, the the high performer. How can you be great? Here's how. What, what habits do you have? What consistency do you have? What tr- who, who are you listening to? Who are you watching? Who are you reading? Who are you studying? Are you, are you, are you, are you having an application? Are you going? Are you acting? Are you moving? Okay. It's those little things. I, I can know a lot about someone, at least in a very short time, based on a couple of answers, a couple of different things. First question, first answer is, what time do you get up in the morning? Oh, because you have get, to. I get, up at 11, I get up at 11. <laughs> and that's why you get no money. Yeah. yeah. You can tell you can tell a lot of people's habits. People people don't have habits. Yeah. 
I mean, I think you've tapped in some. Well, and what you do is you're tapping into what personally motivates them, because yeah. no matter what happens in the sales world or whatever world you're in, if you have that personal motivation, then even when you get knocked down, you already have something that's within that you can work with to keep you going, keep you going in Correct. the right direction. Yeah. Correct. I love Correct. that. I love that. So Correct. I'm getting ready to transition this a little bit. Yeah, do it. Um, sure. Because we had the Power Shut Up podcast. And one mm-hmm. of the things that you mentioned was words. Um, yeah. And I was, it just made me smile because I was like, this is what I'm talking about. Because communication is involved no matter what you do. Yeah. The yeah. power of shut up and the power of words. And people usually think when I say the power of shut up, that I'm talking about shutting up. And that's actually not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about learning how to manage your words. Um, people are so busy just kind of saying whatever, whenever. Um, yep. And there is there is a method to this madness. And I am going to admit those who have seen me speak many times on this is I was not good in this space. And you couldn't have paid me money. To, to think I would be talking about shutting up. Um, that was not in the cards yeah. for me because I had plenty to say. But talk yeah. to me a little bit about what you've learned, even through earlier days with football and now in business, how you think the power shut up has played some roles in, you know, even success, failures, whatever it was. Share, can you share a little bit about that? Well, listen, you, 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 have, you have two ears for a reason. Listen more than you talk. Absolutely. Right? And the problem is that people think that they know it all. So they get around someone who has the information, has the knowledge, and, and, they, and they do all the talking. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Um, I want to, I want to listen. I want to take notes. I don't want to say much at all, but you're way ahead of me in my, where I'm at. I want to get to your level, right? I'm, I, I want to get that Billy. You got, you got a Billy? I want a Billy too. I'll get to a Billy, right? right. I want to listen to what you're talking about, right? So people realize that if they listen more than they talk, they would get so many more nuggets out of life. Oh. I am, I realize I am a big learner by visual. So I, I love you. I'm on YouTube. I'm on YouTube probably if there's, if there's, if I'm up for 16 hours, no, no, I don't sleep eight hours. I'm sorry. If I'm up, <laughs> if I'm up for, if I'm up for, if I'm up for 20 hours, because I don't sleep very much, <laughs> um, I'm on YouTube probably 10 of those hours. Wow. I lo- I'm learning a lot. And then I go apply. Okay. I learned and apply. I learned and apply. I, I love learning. I have a lot of mentors I'll, I'll follow on YouTube, uh, things I'm working on, things I'm doing. And so I listen. I take notes. I don't think I know everything because I, I, I don't. I don't know half the things, right? And so I think we have a better society if people listen more and then apply and not spoke and speak and talk and not listen to what's coming in that you can change your life up. Oh, I absolutely agree. Um, yeah. Listening is in it, and there's a there's a skill set to listening. Um, I think You're a lot right, of people is. think they're listening, but they're just being quiet. You know, there's and 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 a lot of times when I'm talking to people, I said you'll start to notice the more you, the more you do in the power shut up, the more you exercise that power, the more you notice when yeah. um, people are waiting for an opportunity to speak. And what they say, because I said one thing that and, I, and they laugh about it when I said it before, but I was like, have you ever been in a meeting and uh, after a minute, you notice that everybody said the same thing. They just said it their way. 
So we've been sitting yeah. here for 45 minutes. So everybody just got a turn. And literally everybody was repeating the same concept, the same idea. Um, so I had to learn some of that too and paying attention and realizing that it's okay that if someone else has already said what I was going to say, yeah, it's okay with not saying anything because Correct. it leaves more time to learn something new. If we you all know the same on. thing, who's growing in the room? Correct. Gro growth is who you, you, you hit it right on the head. Sometimes it's okay just to listen. That's okay. And what's that saying goes? Uh, better to not talk so people know how dumb you really are. Right. Like that, right, right, right. So if I don't say if I don't say nothing, they don't they don't know how dumb I really am. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna listen, right? Uh, well, you're, you're spot on, Lisa. Spot on. But guess what? That's where ego comes into play because I think a lot of people struggle with if I yeah. don't say anything, how are they going to know yeah. that I know something? Um, and yeah. I get the and fear. I, I do. I get the yeah. fear. I've been there before, but I had to let. Um, which two of the things that I say with the power shut up is to set those egos aside, which you yeah. mentioned, and to burn those petty files. Sometimes we mm -hmm. just we just got to get one off. We got to say something to somebody and let them know how we feel. And when we get yeah. over that urge, um, yeah. especially when you're able to get to a place where you could say something, you could respond, yeah. and it would even make sense that you want to respond and you don't. Yeah. That's to me where the power lies. You're, you're spot on, and I think I think the more people can do that and listen and be okay with listening and know they don't have to be the forefront of the conversation, they will get more value. Uh, they would get more lessons, and they can apply more and apply faster. Absolutely, because I know in football, listening had to be a huge skill set for sure. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. I mean, you got. I mean, I mean, we meet every day as as, as a team. Whether whether your team meeting or special teams meeting or individual meetings, right? And so you're listening to the coach to get the information, to get the game plan, to get the strategy for the week, right? And you listen, you take it all in, and then you got to go apply it on the field, right? It's no it's no different, Love right? It. And so and, and, and listen, I'm gonna go back to I'm gonna go back to sales, Lisa, and, and, and coordinate it, right? So if I'm selling to you, Lisa, right? And I say, Lisa, um, you know, if I'm talking to you, I'm listening what you what you need. Mm -hmm. If I'm just if I'm speaking the whole time, I don't know what you need. How can I, right. how can I, how can I, how can I sell you what you need if I'm speaking the whole time as, as a salesman and not listening to you? It doesn't work that's, that way. That's a great point. That's a great right? point. You got to listen because they'll tell you what it is. But people people realize when you're in sales. I know again, sales is hard. It gets it gets a, it gets a bad rap sometimes. Oh no! Yeah. At the end of the day, if you just say, "Hey, listen, I'm going to listen more than I talk to my prospect." He or she will tell you what they need if you just ask the right questions. That's true. So I'm going to say something really funny here. Um, my husband, I'm going to give y'all one. My husband um, says something that might make you laugh. So you know how you're having a conversation and, you know, you're eager because he said, I got to tell you something or whatever. And, yeah. you know, we'll tend to get excited. It's like, okay, you start asking questions. So while he's already said, I got something to tell you, you're busy trying to figure it out. So you're talking, you're talking. And he would usually say uh, one thing to me. It's like, look, this ain't Jeopardy. You ain't got a guess. I'm going I'm to tell, tell you what it is. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Just, just give me a minute. Right. <laughs> And so I'm yeah. busy, so so busy trying to figure yeah. it out when I'm making it harder for myself because he, he about to tell you. So just show some patience. Um, so I would always, of course, I would say hush or shut up after he said it to me. Yeah. But it was like, you know, this ain't Jeopardy. You ain't got to guess at this. I'm gonna tell you. So I thought that was so funny at first. 
Um, and yeah, then I was like, so don't say that to me again. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but listening is key. Um, and, yeah. and to me, your responses are better when you actually hear what's being said. Because um, I've heard people that will respond to something and you're like, um, that's not what I asked, you know? Yeah. You said so I really want to I want to tap into a little bit of um because we talked about this being love month as well. And there's self-love and community love. Let's talk a little bit about community love, because you didn't just leave football in your past. You've done some things for the community in speaking. Um, you've done some things for the communities in business. But you also look out for the youth um, yeah. and you still have that love of football. Tell us a little bit about what you do um, on your spare time. And it might not be spare. You still working. Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah. You know, listen, the speaking thing is one thing. I, I do a lot of speaking for for adolescents, right? Whether it's, you know, fifth, sixth grade, you know, you know, junior high, high school, I, I do a lot of that. I enjoy that. I mentor a lot of kids throughout the country, actually. Wow. Uh, to a couple, to a couple, couple of my, uh, one of my companies that I have. So I do love that. I do love the mentorship. I have a, I have, a, I have three kids. I have a daughter who's 18 in college. I have a, a, a boy who's a middle son who's uh, 16, about to be 17 next month, uh, two months, excuse me. And he's, he'll be a senior and I have an, I have an eighth grader. So I'm still mentoring my, my own, my own family as well. Uh, I'm also involved with an organization called ShareFest. I do okay. a lot with ShareFest. Uh, out, out of here, out of uh, us, uh, LA area, a lot of um, getting young men and women to understand business and how to, how to speak and other things. So I do a lot of stuff with them, and I really enjoy that. And giving back is—you have to. I, you know, the, the old the old adage that you know much much is given, much is expected. Is, is to me, I really do believe that, right? Mm -hmm. And so at, at the end of the day, you know, what can you do? to leave your legacy on this place when you're gone one day, right? right? And so that's important to me. And so I love giving back. I love getting involved. At some point, I'm going to get my own, my own foundation at some point, which is coming down the road here pretty soon. We're claiming uh, and, it for you. We're claiming we're it. Claiming it for me. Yes. Amen <laughs> to that. Uh, because I, I really have a passion for entrepreneurship. I have a passion for um, uh, helping our people create wealth, mm -hmm. right? Because there's ways to do it now. It's not like the old days where you have to have all this. You have, you have to have, you know, come in with bundles of money. It's different nowadays. It, it right. really is. There's so, many, there's so many different ways to skin a cat nowadays. And so, you know, I, I want to see young, young men, you know, respect women. That's really important to me. I talk about that a lot with my kids. I coach, right, respecting women. Um, and, but here's one thing that just hit me the other day, at least. My wife, my wife's Hispanic. Okay. And so my, my kids are biracial. So we're talking about it. My, my, my daughter goes to a... Uh, she goes, she goes, she goes name. So I'm happy. She's a mom and mother, right? Okay. And one thing I've noticed that black girls do is that they compare themselves a lot to white girls. Hmm. They don't, they don't think they're pretty. Right? Really? I'm not I'm not pretty, or I don't look pretty. I don't have the hair like that. Did it, uh, I want to change that. Right. I'm not going to that a little bit. I want to change that. Wow. I want I want our sisters, you know, they are beautiful women. Right and 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 my women are beautiful women, but don't it's not, don't compare. It's not right. about to compare. You 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 be in your own skin, be who you are. Right. I, I know my daughter. My daughter went through that a little bit, and, and so that really is something that's kind of coming towards to me a little bit to, to really get involved in is helping our young women realize how beautiful they are. Do you know how powerful that is? I mean, I I, I get it, and I have I have a daughter and a son, um, but that coming from a man. Um, yeah. I think it's really powerful. 
Um, because, you know, especially with the temperature of the world today and on social media, I'm seeing a lot of divide with, you know, the young ladies and the men, even the women and the, you know, the women and the men. Um, so I think that that's in the message from men is, it, it it seems like that sometimes it's, it's getting really distorted and it's a struggle for women to even feel like, you know, that the men value, you know, who we are, what we do. Um, and so for that message to come from a man, I think is really powerful. Um, so oh, I love that that's thank something you. you're, you're tapping into. Thank, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, I think the other piece is too, is if, I have Instagram too. So I see all the girls, you know, the, the BBLs and that's done, not done. And so the, the regular girl says, well, how do I compete? Right. Like, if you think about it, right. And, and I always say, listen, you got to be who you are. If, if you, if, if a man wants that then he's going for that regardless that's not mm-hmm. that's not that man's not for you it's mm-hmm. okay that's right? right but but i think women and again i have a beautiful daughter who i love to death this is why i think it's, it's coming it's really coming on my on my heart but I, and my, my daughter's very well developed you know across the board but you don't have to go get lip injections or or or, or, or go buy a booty or, or go buy some breasts to to uh, to appease someone right right um, now, if you want to do it because, hey, listen, I want it. It's my personal thing. I don't like it's personal for you. Listen, all, by, my, by all means, you go do you. But not for a man. Right. Not to, not to attract a man. No, the, the, that, that shouldn't be the reason why you do it, if, if you're going to do it. Right. And I just want, I want women, especially our black women, to be comfortable in, in who they are. And I can say this because I have a mixed child right. who, who went through it. Right. And, 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 and it's a still does since they 18. Yes. You know, and so that's that's my two cents. Yeah, no, and I think that's powerful for the community. I think it's definitely something that we need, um, which taps into that self-love. Um, and I do think that there are areas, especially now, where we struggle with that. Um, yeah. and it and it's so important because it really does make a difference when you start to love who you are, flaws and all. Um, sure. because you'll hear plenty of people talk about all of these perfections and nobody's perfect. Um, Nobody. but I try to, you know, lead people into a space where understanding that that there's only one you. So, so that in itself is you're the, the perfect you. Um, and it has nothing to do with anybody else. Um, yeah. and, and just be okay with that. So I, I love that. Um, look, we got in community love and self love. <laughs> right, comes ready. Okay. <laughs> um, and when you see, we actually do a TikTok moment that we'll get into um, shortly, and you'll see how connected it is to some of the things that you've been talking about. Um, whether it's been in business or you know in your past, you know career. Um, but I wanted to ask you, I try to put, you know, put the guests on the spot if I can sometimes and say, yeah. was, there, was there ever a moment in life? It could be, you know, as a child or with your careers that you, um, there's a moment where you, the power shut up, d- did not come into play and you did something. And now you can look back and say, you know what, if I had just kept my mouth shut this could have turned out very differently. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I don't know. I'm sure there's some, I can't think of hand, because I'm a pretty good listener in that, in that regard. Now, now, 
Now, don't ask my wife that. She might not tell you that at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm talking to you, and she ain't on this right now. It's me and you. So, but from a from a relationship standpoint, I don't, I, I might not be in the in the listening category. But beyond <laughs> beyond 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 that, Lisa, um, I, I, I'm not sure if I have because I've always been a, a listener, and I've always plugged in people who are above me to know. Hey, listen, they're above me. Where's my notebook at? Well, and it's funny yeah. that you said that um, when you went to relationship, because it might be a different story because, yeah. you know, some people don't know, but even the power shut up actually stemmed from, you know, my marriage. Um, yeah. and it was, you know, I was one of those who could be, you know, as they say, a little sassy at the mouth and have something to say. Um, and because I was so quiet and well, I said shy, I have some family members and others that say I don't remember the shy period, but I think yeah, I was yeah. Um, but you know, I was quiet as a kid. So as I got older, you know, I started to speak up, but you know, I do regret some things that I, I cause I didn't have that. Um, I wasn't managing my voice well, but I was yeah. so excited to finally be using it that I was abusing it. Um, but yeah. when I finally got the message was within my marriage and we weren't yeah. communicating, you know, great. We didn't have really good communication because I was trying to get my point across and he was busy not trying to talk about it. So that's yeah. where the power shut up came from. Now, when I wrote the book, he was absolutely <laughs> excited. Like, oh, good. She's going. I was like, wait a minute. No, don't get so happy. Right. Um, <laughs> because the power shut up is really about knowing when, where, how, and then ultimately if I should speak on this especially yeah. in relationships with your kids. I mean, yeah. you know, there's so many things you can do with the power shut up. And so I love to kind of tap into the guests and see how they, you know, go back and think about things they did and say, oh yeah, yeah, I was, um, and it could be, yeah. as, there were incidents like being in a restaurant and you don't like something. So you kind of, you know, go off on, well, what, why did they put this here? What you think about it hindsight, like, why was I doing the most for something yeah. so because life's so yeah. no, you're right. I think the only thing I can think of offhand is probably, and, and when I tell you this is not me, I just, I guess, I just, I just had it. Uh, this lady, this lady cut me off the other day, Lisa, <laughs> and I, and I zoomed up to catch up to her. I was like, what are you doing down here? I was like, Corey, was that, was that really worth it? Like, what did that, what did that do for you? I was right. like, yeah, that's a good point. I'm, I'm my bad guy. I'm sorry, guys. My fault. My fault. Actually, what no, I, I talk about that. In, <laughs> I talk about that in the book because I think yeah. I had a little road rage there. Yeah. And then when you yeah. think about it in this day and age, it really is a life or death decision. You know, yeah, you, ain't, like, you ain't kidding. Do you want to yeah. get home or is it yeah. really that important? That is so um, true. And it's so it's something to think about. Um, so I yeah. really wanted to, um, can you let people know, um, do you have any events or things in your area? Are you traveling somewhere? Um, any kind of events that are going on? No, right now, nothing right now. Um, you can find me at, you know, uh, uh, you know on Instagram at kminor4, k-m-i-n-r-r number four. I'm at Corey Miner on Facebook. I'm in. A, I'm wearing a gray, uh, gray sports jacket. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn, of course. I'll probably be in Vegas a couple of weeks. Uh, since my, I have an M&A company. I buy companies, and I'm buying. I'm, I'm buying. I'm trying to grow in Vegas. Uh, so I'll probably be there in Vegas a couple of weeks. So if you're on this podcast, you live in Vegas, want to have a cup, cup of coffee or talk business get together, then you know, let me know. But yeah, that's kind of that's, that's it right now. Nothing. nothing too crazy I love right it. Now. So what we're yeah. going to do is I promised um, that every show I'm going to attempt to do a black history moment. So we're going to pull out something from the archives of Luncheon with Lisa, have a black okay. history moment. We're going to come back. 
make sure that we know how we can get in touch with you again have a TikTok moment and then we'll send everybody on their on their way for the weekend Sounds so good to me a black history moment in 1964 fanny lou hammer helped organize freedom summer which brought hundreds of college students black and white to help with African-American voter registration in the segregated South. She announced her candidacy for the Mississippi House of Representatives in 1964, but was barred from the ballot. A year later, Hammer, Victoria Gray, and Annie Devine became the first black women to stand in the US Congress when they unsuccessfully protested the Mississippi House election of 1964. She also traveled extensively, giving powerful speeches on behalf of civil rights. In 1971, Hammer helped to found the National Women's Political Caucus. She even single-handedly ensured that 200 units of low-income housing were built, many that still exist in Ruleville today. And if you visited Ruleville, You'll also find out that her tombstone reads the saying that she's most famous for, which is, she's sick and tired of being sick and tired. Sick and tired. And I know you all have heard that before, but when you think of that saying now, know where it came from because it's important to know your history. It started with Fannie Lou Hammer. Fannie this Hammer. is a Black History Moment from the Luncheon with Lisa Show. I love that. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I hear so many people use that saying, and I said, you know, they don't know where that comes from. Yeah. Um, yeah I they love just, that. Somebody I'm just sure kind of spilled it out, but yep. I love that. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. Absolutely. Yeah, so, what we're awesome. going to do um, before we actually, we're going to probably, um, Shariva, go right into this TikTok moment because it's so relevant to what we've been talking about. And what we try to do on the Power Shut Up podcast is we'll find TikToks that are maybe relative to the Power Shut Up or something that's motivational or inspirational that takes us into the weekend until we can, you know, join with everybody next Thursday. So we're going to tap into this um, TikTok moment and then we'll come back so we can say goodbye and find out where we can connect with you. Yeah, please do. Okay. The devil know what to bring you because you keep saying it out loud. Remember, God is omniscient. He knows everything. The, the devil isn't. Listen to me. Everything the devil knows about you, you taught him. Mm. Everything the devil knows about you, you taught him by what you said out loud, by how you responded to the circumstance. That's why the Bible says, be still and know that I'm God because the devil doesn't understand anything that isn't spoken. Mm. Can I give you some advice? Y'all gonna get mad if I give it to you? Who can I give it to? Just raise your hand if you want the advice. You wanna learn, you want me to show you how to keep the devil out of your business? Shut up. Mm. <laughs> there you go. Facts on facts on facts. On point. I, I was like, I, was, I couldn't I have said it no better. I couldn't have said it no better. I love that. 
So, Corey, again, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you. You are part of the permanent family. Um, but again, can you let everybody know whether it's your website or social media where they can find you? Yeah. So, again, my name is Corey Miner on Instagram. I'm at K Miner, K M I N R, number four. Uh, on Facebook, Corey Miner. I'm wearing a gray sport coat. There's quite a few pictures there. But I'm on the one in the gray sport coat is my main page. I'm on LinkedIn, of course, same name. Uh, if you want to text me, I'm at 310-362-9816. I own a M&A company, so I buy companies. Um, okay. So like trucking companies, um, HVAC, electrical, uh, auto repair. So if you're someone who sells a company or you want to and know someone who sells a company, uh, get in touch with me. And then if I buy and you refer me, I pay you $5,000. You know, go from there. So I do that quite a bit, and I'm in Vegas a lot. I'm I go back in both places. So if you're in Vegas and want to have a cup of coffee or get some lunch, let me know. 310-362-9816. 310-362-9816. Shoot me a text or K Minor number four on Instagram or Query Minor on Facebook. I love it. As a matter of fact, uh, my husband and I went to to Vegas earlier. Um, well, we went last year for his birthday. Um, we got stuck with the last hurricane that was there, so we ended up. Spending a whole oh, okay. week. So I'm got to remember next time we in, in Vegas to, to hit yeah, you up. Yeah, yeah. Let Absolutely. Me know. Yeah, I love it. Me, yeah, give me a heads up. If I'm, if I'm not there, I mean, it's a 30-minute flight. So I, just, I, I fly over meet you guys have dinner or something. So, yeah. That me. would be awesome. We're going to have to stay in touch yeah. with that. So um, yeah, for sure. do you have any last-minute tips for those who are looking to get into sales, into business, anything that you think, maybe two tips um, to get them in the right direction or motivated? I would say this. If your passion cannot make you money yet, don't chase the passion yet. Hmm. Find something that brings you money, income stream coming in, and then from there, go chase your passion. Okay. If you have a passion, if you have a passion for collecting rocks, you ain't making much money collecting rocks, right? So somebody, I want to do my passion, but is that going to put food on the table? That's right. Honest, right. The other piece of it, too, that I think is really important, um, I just had a thought and it left, it left my brain. Um, at the end of the day, um, whatever you desire is possible. It, it really is. It's really a matter of how much willpower you have, how much resourcefulness you have, and do you apply? Do you apply application? If you can do that, you can have so much success. It's not even funny. Uh, it, it's not even funny. The last piece of it is I'm gonna give you three. Sorry, because I said two. I'll give you three. Oh, you're um, good. Buy liabilities with assets, not with earned income. Let me say mm. that again. Buy your liabilities. You want a Rolex watch? You want a Richard Miller? You want a new Tesla? Uh, you want a Lamborghini? You want to go on a vacation? Buy the assets with, I'm sorry, buy the liabilities with assets, not earned income. Don't take the money you make from working at Walmart or working in the law office and, and go buy a Tesla. Start you a business, let that business bring in assets, bring in revenue, and let that asset buy the Tesla. Oh, that's great so, advice. That's yeah, great advice. And look, I was going to say, when the thought left you, I was going to tell you that was a double nickel moment because um, <laughs> at 55, it happens often. One of the things I had to do was just embrace it. And if it comes back, it was important. If it doesn't, it probably wasn't. So, listen, <laughs> you double nickel. Yes, absolutely. Girl, I know. Listen, if you would have told me on this thing you was 38, I'd have believed you. You ain't no, you ain't no double nickel. 
I'm gonna take that and run, but absolutely. Ooh, Listen, God is good. You got them good old, you got them good old sister jeans. Girl, Thank you, you don't look so like much. At all. Ooh, I'm gonna give God. credit to my mama and my grandmama, whatever. Hey, Amen. Yes. Amen to that. I love that. Yeah, I didn't know he was double nickel, but shoot. Go ahead with your bad self, double nickel. Go ahead. Look, I'm embracing all of my AARP and discounts and everything else. Y'all don't know it's probably. As you should. As you should. Hey. Life you, starts you, at 50. It's right? a real deal up here. So if you, if you qualify for it, I want it. I know that's my, right. I'm gonna get a shirt. If I qualify for it, I want it. I know that's, I like that too. Let me know when you do that shirt because I'm going to buy it. Um, I do want to remind everybody, please continue to come in here and support us every Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time at the Power Shut Up podcast. We actually stream to Spotify, iHeart, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Um, so you have no excuses. You can click us in your car and listen. We're live on Thursdays, streaming on YouTube and on Facebook on the Power Shut Up page. And my YouTube channel is Lisa Dove Washington. So I appreciate your continued support. We have wonderful guests coming every week. Remember, this is Love Month. So please celebrate those you love, not just this month, every month, but give them Amen. a little extra love. It can't hurt nobody. Um, and thank you so much, Corey. And we will see thank you, you all Amen. next Thursday. Have a wonderful weekend. This is...